Hey, boys. Welcome back. We're back, boys. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Is this a season two or is this is this the start of a season two or do we not do seasons? I think uh, it's season two. Season two. Okay. I actually got a text from my niece asking uh, just a week ago, are you guys done? Are you guys not doing any more real profs? And I said, oh, no, we're coming back at you. And I said, we're going to be better than ever because the bar was pretty low season one. So uh, it's it can only <laughs> go up. It can only go up from here, right? That's true. So thanks, Corinne, to my sweet niece, being a loyal listener. We yeah, love so, you, listeners. Hey, listeners, especially like the five that are all related to Matt Green that listen to us uh, <laughs> all the time. We, we appreciate you. And and my mom. So thank you, mom. Thanks, Mama Fields. I'm going to make him an awful camera field. I see dead people. Hasta la vista, baby. You can't handle the truth. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Argyle is our first movie back. A uh, big-budgeted spy thriller uh, that's full of twists and turns that don't stop till you drop. <laughs> big, yeah. big budgeted, huh? Two hundred million. Two hundred wow. million. Right, you made like thirty-five million in the op- in the weekend, right? The opener is what I think I read. Did it do that much? That's what I think I saw. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Okay, that's uh, amazing. Well, yeah, well, I yeah, I it's not it's not going to make that back. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> hate to start off the pot. Hey, hate to start off the show with that one, but uh, <laughs> 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 well, let's 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 get in the movie again for those. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, so let's talk a bit about um, this Argyle movie. Uh, and again, for those of you maybe just checking us out, uh, what we try and do is break it down from a um, worldview perspective and try and help you think through the film critically to help you train yourself to think through uh, and realize that we're always receiving messaging. In and even in Argyle, there's some messaging. And so um, let's talk about uh, right out of the gate, starting with our first question. Uh, what's portrayed as good in this film? Cats, unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. I could not agree with you more, Frields. I, that whole subplot with the cat thing, right? Where it's really funny because <laughs> I'm sitting in the movie theater and there's this moment in the movie where Bryce Dallas Howard says to Sam Rockwell, she goes, you know, you lied to me. You said that you liked my cat. Um And I'm not joking. When I first met my wife, she had a cat and (laughs) I pretended like I liked this cat. (laughs) That's funny. But in all reality, I'm allergic to cats. I get rash, all sorts of stuff. So um, all that to say, I'm kind of like a spy. So, yeah, um, I I thought it was a sweet moment, Matt. It was really, really was. Yeah, thanks. Well, you know, we're starting we're starting season two with some soft, tender moments. Matt, mm-hmm. you're you're the spy if it's a movie about Jim Gaffigan. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, okay, what's portrayed as good in this film? Uh, yeah, that that's a tough one. I think um, at first blush, you have uh, care for people you work with, right? There's, you know, I'm I'm assuming you know we have to give a spoiler alert to talk about the movie, but um, yeah, I like the. The love interest between the spies, uh, sacrifice, um, willing to to give their lives um, for the cause, that kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. What's portrayed as evil in this movie? Uh, the government, 
uh, secret agencies, uh, power hungry, the desire to use people for your own gain. And just thinking about, again, just one of the things we always try to talk about are themes in this film. Uh, and again, we see oftentimes a lot of the same reoccurring themes, which is, you know, writing your own destiny, right? It's a, it's a big one in this film. And the idea that, you know, um, we want to be in control. So we're going to write our own plan. Definitely. And I think reoccurring themes in many movies, the anthropology that's behind the film of some people are just really good people, right? And that's the main character. Uh, in fact, I think one of the lines was that, you know, you're a good person uh, yes. kind of idea. And and so you, you do have that um, like inherent goodness in humanity. Um, and then you they're outliers of your evil, you know, um, your, your villain. Uh, but for the most part, people are just good people. Yeah, right. And again, this movie has a bunch of twists and turns. And so is there anything to be said for the idea that you don't know who is good, who is evil, you know, that kind of play? And then the person you think is good is evil and the person you think is evil is good. Yeah, I think one of the things that's presented is everybody has their own intentions. And those people think their intentions are right, not necessarily right as in righteous, but they think that they're doing what's best and it's typically for them. Uh, and you saw, I mean, obviously with all the twists and turns, that's why we, a lot of the reason why we saw those twists and turns was just because everybody was after their own good. This one was a hard one to really nail down some things because it was, you know, the first one third of the movie was, you know, the, the typical run of the mill uh, spy comedy. And then, then it just like took a turn and got cheesy and cheesier yes. and cheesier. Yes. Uh, and so trying to nail down a worldview, as I was I've been thinking about it since I saw the movie, one thing that you you don't hear a lot of is is any kind of worldview really communicated clearly. There is just mostly gray, not a whole lot of black and white concepts in the film. And uh, but what I did notice is that there was there was no talk about any kind of uh, spiritual component whatsoever. So it, it made me start to think like, well, maybe this is just like a naturalistic uh, materialism kind of worldview behind the scenes, really not very overt. One of the things that I think was striking to me was the mind control aspect uh, where they were able to um, convince uh, this person and control this person. Um, through the brain uh, and so the brain then well, is just kind of like the there's no distinction between the mind and the brain in the materialistic worldview right that it's just all the same thing it's the if you can condition and twist and add chemicals and, and whatever just on a naturalistic uh, framework then you could potentially control someone's mind that that seemed to be one of the uh, little subplots within the the movie itself yeah. and, and it got me thinking through just from a biblical perspective like there is a very real mind control issue happening from a spiritual standpoint because you do have second corinthians uh chapter four uh, that talks uh, about the god of this age which would be satan uh, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving um second timothy two he's uh uh, the devil has uh, snared and captured um, people to do his will. And there's a lot of, like, from a biblical perspective, there is a distinction between the organ of the brain and the mind, which would be part of the immaterial, uh, the, the seat of intellect, emotion, control, will. Um, and so you have a lot in scripture that does talk about the fact that 
uh, humanity, sinful humanity, getting um, getting a sin nature from Adam and, and having that corrupt nature uh, impacts the way you think, the mind in particular. And so those are just some things that, at least on the surface, teased out a little bit as I was thinking about the movie. Brails, did you do some research? No, I did not do <laughs> me. No, Whoa. that was a joke. We know. <laughs> we know. Whoa. We're thankful you just barely saw the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. I kind of saw it. So, oh, by the way, Matt, um, uh, the Greens and the Beals saw the movie together. That's but, not true. Don't you? Don't you? Don't you be? We we did, but here's the deal, Frills. You knew that, and you were invited <laughs> to the five o'clock show. I was. No, I'm not doing it. And and you said, hey um nope i'd rather see this by myself that's how i prefer to see these movies that's yes, by myself back in the corner your tub of popcorn 32 ounce soft drink and some good and plenty uh, and on a side note and then i actually have some comments to make but on a side note i did that night get my mean girls popcorn big old popcorn bucket and <laughs> yes. a big old t-swift uh drink because i had like a bunch of free stuff i only paid a couple bucks for it It was amazing look at but you I felt really weird just walking through the theater granted i was with my wife so stacy but she made sure i carried those particular <laughs> so that was that was well played by by her so now we we have that cup um in our in our house so and the mean girls popcorn bucket and whenever she makes popcorn i demand that she puts it in there but um one of the things that you know and kind you of, tell her it's so fetch you know you're talking about the authors if you think i, I think there may be a, a little bit of a conspiracy theory behind it but because one of the things i found interesting that you saw you know in the movie they were talking you know they were in there you could tell people what i liked is that they present people still enjoy stories right um because right. they were showing her like a book signing and there's people really engaged in it and people couldn't wait for the books to get out which is kind of cool i like to see that people they at least presented that people still enjoy that. But the other thing that they did was, you know, they were talking like, how do you know all of these things that are actually about to happen? And she kind of makes a comment about, well, if you do enough research, it's not that hard to figure out, which I thought was very interesting because in our culture today, facts aren't really our friends and we choose to ignore those facts, but they've kind of pointed towards the fact, towards the idea, I should say that, um, Hey, all you got to do is look at the facts um, and the truth is there. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting. I don't think it was a deep theological thought by the by the authors, not based on the rest of what we saw <laughs> in in that rather interesting way they did the movie. So, yes. by the way, I really did. I was actually enjoying the first third. The second two thirds, not so much. But the first yeah, third. I really yeah, same, same for me. Like when, yeah. it, when it changed, I went, oh, it's going to get cheesy. And then it just like, I, I felt like, the people that made the movie were like, we're just going to try to top or, the next or, one. Or somebody said when they're making the movie, this can't get any more cheesy. And the director said, really hold my drink. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Hold my Mean Girls popcorn. Yeah, hold my Mean Girls popcorn. This, <laughs> you're, it's about to get fetch. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's By the way, that's the only joke I know from Mean Girls, full disclosure. So thank you. Again, this was just kind of a generic kind of popcorn movie. Um, and again, as you're kind of hearing from us, not a lot of depth to the film, uh, a lot of surfacey kind of. Um, this is not one that's really kind of built with a lot of subtext and uh, you, <laughs> you know, to the film. Uh, and so it makes it again 
little maybe a little quicker on the analysis for us tonight but uh it was good to kind of get back in the theater and kind of yeah, start you, getting the swing of it you know you need like a goofy easy uh ease back in for yeah. you know, this is like you know when if we would have gotten some heady really heady film you know we wouldn't have, we wouldn't know what's going on we wouldn't be able to you know analyze it, it would have been too much for us too much for you, you got to warm up it's baby steps don't want to pull a hammy right out of the gate Thank you for listening to Real Profs, a production of the Center for Thinking Biblically. To support this ministry, please visit thinkbiblically.org backslash donate. To learn more about the Masters University on campus and online undergraduate and graduate programs, visit masters.edu.